Good morning. Uh, sorry to disappoint y'all, but Aaron sweated through his jacket since he's wearing it in June, so he's not going to be able to come up. He got kind of embarrassed. Uh, our speaker today, he comes all the way from West Monroe. Um, he goes here. He goes to Christ Church. He goes to Liberty Grove, and he goes to Mount Vernon. Not all on the same day, but he kind of just goes random. Uh, he's a West Washtenaw senior. Uh, just became a senior. Just got his ring, so he's proud of that. Uh, he works at Chick-fil-A. Just got a new job at Chick-fil-A. He's loving that. He's made a ton of friends. Uh, some of them are there here today, and uh, and he's he's loving it there. And he's already thinking about becoming David Benson's second-hand man. So uh, he's also a rapper. Not that those two are related. Maybe you can ask him later. Um, but I'd like to read something that he wrote uh, in fall of 2018, and it was very uh, inspiring. It says, when I die, I want to be remembered as a guy who gave everything up for people in need. When I die, I want to be remembered as a guy full of energy because of the joy I have in Christ. When I die, I want whoever I impacted in life to see Jesus in me and keep living that same way. When I die, I want my will to be made out to my family first and anyone in need next in line. When I die, I don't want to be remembered as a selfish snob. When I die, I want to have some sort of impact on the world. When I die, money won't be an issue in heaven. When I die, my plan is heaven because as I live, my life is Christ. And when I die, and as I live, God gets all the glory. Welcome Aaron here as he comes up. Good morning. Well, that kind of breaks the ice a little bit. Um, so, anyway, uh, let's open with a word of prayer, and then we'll get get to going. So, uh, thank you, Jesus, for just letting me have this opportunity uh, to come up here this morning and uh, just speak to everybody. And I just pray that um, if one person is touched, that's enough, God. And I just pray that your Holy Spirit invades this place right now. And uh, we can just give you all the glory and everything. And we can just learn more about prayer today and how to spend time with you, Jesus. And just thank you for uh, just everything you do. In Jesus' name, amen. So, I'm going to start off with a story. I don't really have many jokes today because prayer is not really something to like joke about. But um, about a week and a half ago, I was at camp at Senior I, and um, there's this guy named Micah, and he was the worship leader. And so he, um, he, he likes to pray with people, and he likes to, he, he likes to like, encourage people, and like, if someone's toe is hurting, he's going to pray over that, and he's going to be like, hey, how's your toe? And they're going to be like, it's pretty good. Like, it, like, he just prays for immediate healing, and it's just really neat. And actually, last summer at Senior High, uh, there was one of my friends there, and he, he was doing a swan dive. I don't know if y'all know what that is, but he was showing off for the ladies, and he does a swan dive and dislocates his shoulder. And so he goes to the emergency room and comes back, and Micah didn't know what happened. So he saw him there, and he was like, hey, man, uh, what happened to your shoulder? And he was like, well, I was, you know, showing out and everything, and it just it happened to dislocate, and I'm supposed to be wearing this brace for two weeks. And so uh, 
Michael was like, man, that's, that's terrible, dude. Let me, let me pray for you. So he goes up there, and like as a teenager, when, you're, when someone's praying over you, you're not thinking much about it. You're just like, oh, I appreciate it. But uh, Josh, he goes over there with Micah, and Micah just puts his hand on him. And he, was, he just prays a simple prayer. It was super simple, super simple. It wasn't anything like, you know, just going all like crazy about it. He just said, Jesus, thank you for Josh and his life, and I thank you for the healing that you're doing in him right now. In Jesus' name, amen. That's all he said. That's all he said. And so Josh was like, I appreciate it, man. And he starts to walk away. And then, like, uh, Micah stopped him. And he's like, come back here. And he was like, what? He's like, take off your brace. So he takes off his brace. And he couldn't lift his shoulder, like, this high with the brace on. But he lifts it, and it just pops back into place. He was supposed to be wearing that brace for two weeks. It turned into, like, two hours. Because he, like, and that's, that, like, seriously, I, I don't know if you, any of you have had dislocated shoulders or anything. I haven't. But, like, it doesn't seem like anything to mess with. And so he prayed in Jesus' name a simple prayer. And there was healing. Like, it, that's, that's crazy how prayer works. And we're scared to pray big prayers and impossible prayers because we lack faith and trust in God. Like, do we realize that we have access to the power of God, the one who was with God, I mean, the one that was with Adam and Eve in the beginning, the one who brought Jesus out of the grave? Like, we have access to that, and we're, like, we're so, we're so selfish, and we, so, we lack so much faith in Jesus that all we do is we just pray simple prayers. We just, like, we'll, we'll pray over the meal that we're about to eat just to get by the day. We'll be like, yeah, I pray every day over the food I eat, but, like, nothing special. Like, as Christians, we got to pray the big, big prayers. We got we to gotta pray prayers that intimidate us. Because if they don't intimidate us, then why are they going to be noticed by God? Why does God, like, obviously God cares when we pray to him about simple stuff. But we got to pray for the big stuff, too. And so, when uh, this, this past week uh, down there at camp, Micah, there was, there was an accident that happened. And uh, I, was, I had to go to the hospital, actually, because of my elbow. I was being dumb and fell off a ditch. And Anyway, so Micah prayed. <laughs> Micah prayed for me. And uh, he was like, man, that's going to, that, that hit, like, that sore right there, that scratch, it's going to be good in the morning. It's going to be scabbed over and you're going to be good. Like, it's going to be, it's going to heal faster than you know it. And sure enough, I wake up in the morning and I go to the nurse and I wasn't thinking much about it. But she was like whoa like it was deep and then she was like that's crazy like it it healed like really fast which can be a good thing and a bad thing because like there could be stuff still in it or whatever but anyway it was just kind of neat how I don't know just how how he prays and he knows that it's going to happen because he prays with G like knowing that Jesus is like working in his prayers and so um there was people that were hurting their knees and stuff and hurting their elbows and everything and he just prays over them simple prayers and they're healed in Jesus' name. Micah doesn't take any of the credit. And he'll just tell us, he's like, all you got to do is believe. And that's something that we actually lack. Because one thing that people will ask is, they'll be like, are you a Christian? And we'll be like, yeah, I believe in Jesus. Well, heck, even the demons believe in Jesus. And they're not praying in Jesus' name. So, like, it's not, it's not helping our case if we just say that, hey, I believe in Jesus. Well, I mean, a ton of people believe in Jesus. But they don't believe in the power of Jesus. They don't believe in the power of God. And so... We have, to, we have to remember as Christians, not only should we believe in Jesus, but we got to act on what we believe. we got to have faith in what we believe. And not just like simple, like, yeah, I have faith, but like, 
yeah, like I have faith in Jesus. He can move mountains. And we wear shirts and stuff and we have motivational speeches and motivational stuff. And we're like, yeah, I believe in that Jesus. But do we believe in Jesus? Do we actually believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead? Do we believe that he wiped away all our sins and he, he has forgiven us on the cross? Do we believe that? Because we don't, we, we don't live like it. Because uh, it's just, it's crazy how we live and just how, like, how, what we say we believe in, but how we don't act like we believe that. You know what I'm saying? And so, anyway, um, back to Micah and praying. There was a kid, actually, that um, we were horsing around and we were playing and uh, we were having a wrestling night. And it was all going, like, fun and games and stuff. And then it happened, like, somebody was tussling and we had Camp Pollock mattresses. So that's not really anything you should rely on when you're wrestling. But, uh... (laughs) Anyway, um, he, 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 he tackled, like, this guy gets tackled, and it was a clean tackle, and it was a clean wrestling move, but he bumps his head, like, through a thin mattress thing, and, like, he gets up, and he starts panicking, like, he's freaking out, and then all of a sudden, he's on the ground, and he's just, like, laying still, he can't say anything, he, like, he... He's just, he, the only thing he can communicate with us is his eyes. Like, we're telling him stuff, and he's, like, blinking once or blinking twice for no. or Like, it was, it was a scary experience. And so I stepped back, and Micah had been, like, pounding in prayer, pounding in prayer to me. Like, we, our, our lesson for the whole week at Camp Pallet was to shine and to go out when we get back and to shine. And I learned a lot about shining, but I learned a whole lot about prayer and how important it is because he's, he's laying on the ground and I actually, I was one of the only like campers that actually stayed in the room because I actually stood back in the corner and I just like got on my knees and I just started praying and I was crying. Everybody's crying. Like we're all freaking out. We don't know what's going on. And like, so, uh, actually one of the other campers, he took it, things into his own hands because his dad's a paramedic and he just starts like getting like telling him all the instructions on how to survive this situation pretty much. And so then the ambulance comes and they leave and Micah was sleeping, I think, but we go up to Micah and we run up there to him and we're like, Hey man, we need you to pray for us like right now because there was a kid that just like has a big head injury and we just need to pray. And so he's like, yeah, guys, no problem. And so he just gathers, it was like four of us and we just pray. He was just like, thank you for this uh, kid. He said the kid's name. He was like, thank you for him and his life. And thank you for the healing that you're doing in him right now. And I, I, we know everything's going to be okay. Cause this is done in Jesus name. Crazy. I go in my room and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm like freaking out because this just happened. I don't know what's going on, right? And Micah comes in the room later in our room. And he was like, hey, did you hear what happened? And I was like, what happened? He was like, the kid's up and he's good to go. Like, he was just laying there, not able to speak. And then all of a sudden, he's in the ambulance heading to the hospital. And he's up and he's conscious. He knows his birthday. He knows where he is. Like, that's crazy. Like, sometimes that stuff just happens like that. But that's the power of prayer. And I want to give all glory to God in that situation. So that was just, that was an amazing experience to be able to just be able to pray and be able to say simple prayers just a simple, simple prayer and to experience God's healing just at Camp Pollock, just like just the little stuff. We don't have to pray for like, I don't, I don't know, it's just it, it was crazy to me. It was a cool experience because then later that week or maybe this was before that. I can't remember. I'm getting like all my dates and days mixed up. But there was a guy who actually like hurt his knee and it was like popping every time he walked and Micah wasn't around and everyone, everyone was like relying on Micah to heal him. They're like, hey, let's find Micah. Like you don't. Micah is a good dude, and he was, like, helping us, and he taught us how to pray. But I was like, he's teaching us this for a reason. Micah's not always going to be there. we got to learn how to pray to Jesus by ourselves. we got to learn how to pray to Jesus in Jesus' name with faith by ourselves. So we're walking, and his knee's popping, and he's complaining pretty bad about it. And so I go over, and I was like, hey, man, can I pray for you? And he was like, 
go ahead, man. And so I was like, Jesus, I thank you for uh, his life and just everything you're doing and the healing you're doing in his knee right now, God. Just thank you for that. And uh, it's all for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Prayed a simple prayer. And I was like, how's your knee feel? And he was like, and it like, it wasn't popping. And I was like, whoa, like I didn't, I didn't know that was going to happen. I was like, dang, that's crazy. Like I thought Micah had some kind of like supernatural power, which he does. He has God, but I do too. And that's, it was, it was just a neat experience to be able to like, even though his knee was just popping a little bit, you know, it wasn't popping anymore. He gets slinging around, he was running around and stuff. And it was just so cool to be able to experience the power of God. And so oftentimes we lack trust in Jesus. We lack that, oh man, we, we forget that God is in us. God is in us. Like that is so wild to, to, to even comprehend that just God is with us. Like it's just, it's crazy to me. And I don't know if anyone else is like, you know, super impressed with that, but, um, I sure am. Um, but anyway, uh, another thing that I was going to say is like, let's, let's start praying for the big stuff. Let's start praying for cancer to end. Let's start praying, uh, for, for war to stop. Let's start praying for racism to end. Let's start praying for all this because that's not part of God's will. A lot of us think, a lot of us think just because something happens that, oh man, it's God's, it's God's will for that to happen. If someone gets cancer, it's, it's God's will. If they die of cancer, it's okay because it's all part of God's plan. That is totally false. In my, like, I don't know if you believe that that's part of God's plan, but if there's not cancer in heaven, then there's not supposed to be cancer on earth. And why would Jesus instruct us to pray, to pray this? All right, Y'all know the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, Lord in heaven. You can like come, come with me. Like Our Father, Lord in heaven. Hall- okay, nobody's repeating. Thank you. Uh, our Father, Lord in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then it keeps going. I wasn't going to go. I just wanted to get that part of your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Why would Jesus tell us to pray that prayer if God's will was already being done? If heaven was already on earth, then why would Jesus tell us to pray that prayer? Exactly, because it's not being done. The, the will of God is not being done on earth right now. Because it, that's like praying for a puppy, then getting the puppy, and then praying for the puppy to come. Like, the puppy's here, so why pray for it? If God's, if God's will is being done, then why pray for it? But it's not being done. So we have to pray that God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so... As long as cancer is still real and as long as pain is still happening, the whole the kingdom of heaven is not quite here fully yet. Does that make sense? Like hopefully I'm not losing anyone. So we have to we have to pray for God's will to to come to earth like God's pray for cancer to end pray for all this pain and suffering to end if so and so has cancer in your family pray for them to bring it out because it's not God's will that they die of cancer obviously we're all going to die sometime but it it doesn't necessarily mean that we're supposed to die of cancer or we're supposed to die getting shot or we're supposed to die of this or that we're not supposed to have pain and suffering because there's not pain and suffering in heaven so let's pray. Don't just let somebody have cancer and be like, oh man, I'm praying for you and walk on. Literally grab their hands and pray for them right there. And that cancer, we should pray with faith that that cancer comes out. We shouldn't be like, oh, if it's God's will, then let that cancer come out. It is God's will that the cancer come out. So pray that it, is, pray that it comes out. Like, does it, I, hopefully I'm repeating a lot of stuff because I just want us to get it. Cancer is, is bad. 
All this stuff is terrible. It's not, it's not part of God's will. And so we just have to continue praying as a church and praying as a, just a whole believers in general over people. We have to see the sick. We have to see this community. We have to go out and we have to pray for them. If we truly trust Jesus, obviously it's going to be awkward for you to come up to someone and just be like, hey, can I pray for you? And they're just going to be like, uh, what? Like some people may turn you down and may not want to get prayed for. But if like that's that's just something we shouldn't pass up. It's always going to be awkward for us. But once we pass the awkwardness of the situation, we can see how much God's grace and God's power and his awesomeness moves. And so um, I was told to make this 15 minutes and I think I've gone 10. So I'm going to keep going. And just um, so anyway, uh, Let's see, I was actually going to read a few verses. Um, one second. Sorry. Um, anyway, so in uh, Ephesians 16 through 20, it says, in all, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplications for all the saints, and also for me, that words may be given to me in the opening of my mouth, boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly, as I ought to speak." We got to pray. We, we have to pray with faith. We got to pray knowing that like, you know, the word of God, we have, a, we have a weapon and it's called the word of God. We don't need a real sword to go stab people and just like kind of how, you know, uh, the Americans kind of conquered, you know, all America. They were proclaiming Jesus and proclaiming God, but they were also killing people. And that's not what Jesus would do. He conquered the whole world with peace. He conquered it all with peace. So we don't have to be rude to people to get our point across. We don't have to yell to people like I'm doing to y'all to get our point across. I'm just excited. Um, I just, but like you just you got to understand that like the power of God is in us and I just got to keep saying that so we can all get it like it's pretty that's pretty legit stuff to know that Jesus loves me and God loves me and God knows who I am and we're able to heal the earth with this and so you know I firmly believe this if we get together and we pray cancer will end abortion will end murder will end rape will end if we start praying about it but we're not praying because we're just like oh it's things that are going to happen so you know let the let that stuff happen but it's, it's probably not even going to happen to me so I'm not even worried about it no it, it, it could happen to you cancer happens I mean cancer like people are diagnosed with cancer every day pretty bad stuff and like abortions happen every day pretty sad stuff pretty like that's pretty evil I'm not getting into politics of it but that is like if you're ever going to say it's okay to kill a baby then what like what is wrong with you but we got to pray for that stuff to end we got to pray for everything wrong in the world to end and so um let me uh get to Nehemiah if y'all want to turn your Bibles to Nehemiah chapter one with me I'm going to read this real quick Uh, I'll give you time to turn there and uh, it's, I don't know, it's after Ezra, and it's before like all the Psalms and Proverbs and everything like that. So I'm going to go ahead and start. Uh, the words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah. Now it happened in the month of Chislev, in the 20th year, as I was in Susa, the 
Citadel that, and I, after I get past the, all the weird names, we're going to be good. One second. Uh, Haniah, uh, one of my brothers came with certain men from Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews who escaped, who had survived the exile, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, the remnant there in the pro- province who had survived the exile is in great trouble and shame. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates are destroyed by fire. And this is Nehemiah speaking. As soon as I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days. And I continued fasting and praying before the God of heaven. And he goes on to say his prayer. But if we're serious about this stuff, I know we don't really take fasting to the extreme. But if we're serious about this stuff wanting to end, let's show God our seriousness by sacrificing something. Sacrificing meals or sacrificing our phone time or like fasting. I know fasting originally is for food. But if... if If you don't eat a lot and you're more attached to your phone or more attached to Facebook or whatever, fast from it. If we're serious about these issues, let's let's stop making just posts on Facebook. I love making posts on Facebook, but that's not the only thing we can do. Like we we gotta we gotta under we gotta like let God know that we are serious about letting this thing like we want this to end. So let's be serious about it. it. Does that make sense? So if we're serious about this pain and suffering in the world to end, then let's start praying faithfully. Let's start praying believing and knowing that Jesus Christ is within us. The same power that rose Jesus from the grave is in us. So lastly, this is kind of a, uh, a little different from what we normally do. We'll do this at the end of service normally. But uh, I just, um, someone's in my family who has a big struggle right now. And uh, her name is Carly. And she has Tourette's. And it's not really a, 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 like a good thing to deal with. It's pretty stressful on mom and dad and us. I lose my patience a lot. Reuben, he keeps his patience. He's a good dude. Reuben, he, he, he just, he's, he's pretty dandy. But uh, no, he, uh, no, but Carly, she has Tourette's and it's, a, I don't know if any of you know, or most of you know what it is. And it's just like where she has little ticks and she'll like squeal or hit something or scream. And I know uh, mom and dad actually had to like redo their ba- some of their bathroom because it got like destroyed. Um, but like it's a it's an issue and I don't know if it has any cures like she takes medicines and stuff but um it's just it's a bad it's a bad deal and I've I've kind of as a brother I haven't been too loving to her lately and I just want to I want her to, I want to call her up and I want everybody that feels welcome everybody's welcome to come up here and just lay a hand on Carly and uh, I just want to pray for her Tourette's to be removed in the power in the name of Jesus and so Carly if you'll come right up here and we'll pray All right, let's pray. Jesus, we come to you today, and we, we love you, God. We, we thank you for uh, all that you've done for us, and we thank you for Carly's life, God, and just uh, everything that you've, uh, you, you've given us through her. And she's an awesome girl, and she has this struggle right now of Tourette's, God, and we pray that it can be brought out of her right now, God. We pray that it can be brought out in Jesus' name, and it is all for your glory, and it is all for the kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. amen. Thank you, thank you. So uh, as everybody makes their way back to their seats, I, that's what I wanted to close with today. I don't really want to ramble on anymore. Um, but just, just I want y'all to all understand how, 
how powerful Jesus is and how powerful God is and how he can move mountains and he can, he can heal people. We've seen it, I've seen it at Camp Pollock just over a knee injury or over a headache or over a, just a shoulder injury. This is, this is serious stuff. And so let's not play around with it. And uh, so anyway, let's, I'm going to close in prayer and then we'll just continue on with the service. So um, thank you, Jesus, for just letting us have this opportunity to come here this morning. And uh, I know it wasn't really much of a long lesson, but that doesn't have to be that way for us to get your, uh, your name across and your word across, God. And so um, we thank you so much for just allowing us to be here this morning. And we love you and uh, we thank you for everything you do. In Jesus' name, amen.